And I'm Erica. And you're listening to Royal Tea, a podcast where we discuss all the latest royal family drama, obsess over Meghan Markle, gossip about love and romance, and just generally live vicariously through their bougie lives. This week, we're going to talk about some special skills, some secret skills that the queen has that are very funny. We're going to take a look at some uh, of the royal body language and find out what it says about relationships. Very important. And uh, a lot more. All right. So to kick things off, Erica, did you have a princess or peasant moment this week? Boy, oh boy. I had the most princess of princess moments this week. Yes. I got to go on a uh, trip with Subaru up to Fun. like the tip top part of Northern California. Oh, very cool. Stay at this huge ranch that was uh, 2,200 acres on the coast of California. Oh, wow. uh, To test out the new 2020 Outback. Just very nice car. Would this be the area of California with the huge trees or no? Um, This has the big redwoods. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Which is my first time seeing the Redwoods, and we did a bunch of outdoorsy stuff. It was basically, like, setting it up, like, you know, drive the car like an Outback uh, person would drive the car. So I went off-roading for the first time. I got to go on a private jet for the first time. We did canoeing. I saw a lot of animals. And it was, like, a vacation in a super secluded, you know, area, basically. So it felt very princessy that is so cool yeah it was very very fun and i didn't want to come home fair can we back up to the private jet oh yeah where did you go uh so we had to take a private so i flew into oakland and then we had to take a private jet up to that area because there was no like other major airport nearby it was just like a tiny little airstrip basically that is so cool yeah first private jet ever It was very tiny. And I was scared because I thought it was going to be, like, bumpy and scary, but it was, it was fine. Okay. I have a few very important questions. Okay. Do you have to go through security when you get on a private jet? No. Okay. Yeah. That's so nice. I know. So nice. I mean, I had just gone through security for my first flight. Right. But Uh, still. But still. Yeah. You just walk on. You could bring all the, like, liquids you wanted. All the liquids you want. Mm-hmm. All the toiletries. That's so lovely. And you can be on your phone, which is the other nice thing. Like, up until you don't have service anymore. Like, once you get to a certain point, there's you're too high to get service. But for... It was like a 45-minute flight, and I would say for like half the time, we had decent service. That's amazing. Yeah. I felt a little bit like a royal and a little bit like a Kardashian, which is also a kind of royal. That is so fun. <laughs> okay. Another really weird question. Okay. Did you have like luggage luggage or just like carry on? Um, I did have one small suitcase. It was like a weekend trip. So I just had a small Is suitcase. there a place for luggage on private jets? Yeah. These they, are the weird questions I have. They just strap it to the like back. So there wasn't okay. like a cargo section, but like in the back there was like a little cargo space. Okay. Yeah. Was your seat fancy? Yeah. It was like thick and leather. Ooh, mm-hmm. like you see on TV shows. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was comparing it to what I see the Kardashians doing. Okay. Which theirs feels like a bigger private jet. Like theirs had like tables and it looked like there was like space in theirs, I feel like. Does that make sense? Yeah. This was honestly, it looked like a tiny plane. So like, okay. 
there it fit six people. Okay. Four of the people were like facing each other, you know, so the seats. Okay. Yeah. Go front and back, and then the last two were just forward, and it. Yeah, it just looked kind of like a normal plane. That's so fun. Were there snacks? There were snacks. Good snacks. I didn't eat any of the snacks. Okay. Yeah, it was only a forty-five minute. I didn't even think of it. I like am imagining like fresh berries and champagne. (laughs) No, there was no champagne. (laughs) But like the two pilots, like were just up there. You could like see them and talk to them, and you could see what they were doing. And honestly, I mean, if you want to talk about fresh berries and snacks up there, it was crazy because like it was in Mendocino County. Which, you know, Mendocino is, like, known for their farms and their food. It's like, I only know Mendocino farms. Yeah, that's, like, that's what they're talking about when they say Mendocino farms. Yeah. So, all of the food. Which, by the way, for anybody who's not, is that just in Los Angeles? Mendocino farms is, like, a sandwich and salad place. That's pretty popular here. I think that it might just be in California. Okay. So, anybody not in California, it's, it's like a kind of upscale sandwich Yeah, like, very organic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the food up there was just like, I'm a vegetarian and food was just bonkers because like all of the fruits and vegetables were like the best fruits and vegetables I had ever tasted. That's so awesome. Yeah. It was very fun. And, um, you know, got to give another plug to the 2020 Subaru Outback. Great car. (laughs) You're just getting so much love from this one trip. (laughs) I gotta, you know, give props where props is due. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a princess or peasant moment? Um, well, I had a little bit of a princess moment this week. Okay. I, did you ever have those experiences where somebody just says the right thing to you at the right time? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, about a year ago, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm talking about my show again. <laughs> but it's a big deal for you right now. Talk it is. About it is it. a big show. Uh, it's a big deal for me. But... Around a year ago, I was kind of like debating whether or not I should work on it. And I had walked into this store and um, just like a local store where the owner is always working. And I I wasn't even talking. I was just like mindlessly browsing because I was like thinking about all this stuff. And he just engaged with me and was talking to me. And um, I started talking about my show. And he's like, you know what? I just feel like you should do this. I think it's going to be a really good thing for you and that you should really do this and it just happened at like just the perfect right time perfect right time because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't normally you know me I don't burst things out to strangers Mm -hmm. um and and yeah anyway so he'd kind of mentioned this and sometimes I think like I don't know if I would have kept working on it had I not had this weird interaction so this week I actually went back to the store oh and to find him, because I'm, and I was like, I just want to thank you. Like, you probably don't Aww. remember this conversation, but like, it meant a lot to me. And I don't know if I would have done the show had you not said this to me. And I just wanted to thank you because sometimes I think we say things and we don't realize the impact it has on other people. Yeah. And they definitely tell us when it's bad, but they don't always tell us when it's good. Totally. And I just wanted to thank you because like this show has been such a positive experience and good things have come from it. And thank you for being kind to a stranger in that moment and encouraging me when I needed oh, it. Oh, this is so sweet. And then I started promptly crying in the store. No! <laughs> Of course. Of course, because I'm a crybaby. But yeah, he was really sweet. He was like, oh my God, please don't cry. I'm going to start crying. (laughs) But he was a. How did he react to it? 
he was just really kind. Like, he was like, no, I don't remember, but I'm so glad that I did that. Like, um, yeah, he was really sweet about the whole thing. Is he, like, a sweet elderly man? Mm. No, he's like... that's how I picture him. Just, like, old with spectacles and no but he's an cane. old soul does that make sense yeah he's like definitely an old soul oh um so yeah i guess that was my princess moment and i feel like yeah psa you never know what you're saying if if maybe it'll inspire somebody to do something that they're afraid to do so that's a really sweet be nice. story be kind be nice. guys <laughs> there's enough hard things going on in the world it's yeah. not a nice thing to someone why don't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about what's going on with these royals. We got some stuff to talk about this week. We do. First things first. The queen is a little goofy, apparently. I love this story. I was shocked by this story. Do you want to fill us in? Yeah, so apparently Queen Elizabeth, within the family members, like in her private life, is very well known for her ability to do impressions accents and impressions and she loves doing impressions of other world leaders which like reportedly we should say this is a report allegedly yeah all those words around this story (laughs) um but like part of me was like oh god i wonder which one she does i hope it's not racist and (laughs) the other part of me was like i love this i love imagining little queen lizzie just like Putting on sketches for the family, just doing all the characters and the world leaders. And they said that, like, it really, like, puts the rest of the royal family in stitches. Like, they just think it's so funny. Apparently, like, she does it at Christmas dinner and all these, like, big family events. It's like a requested thing from the family, like, to this person. Do you think that she does Donald Trump? A hundred percent. I Can't you see her doing a great Trump? I would pay so much money to see that. So much. That's the funniest. I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty clear that she has some feelings about him, just based on, like, the things that she has worn around him and stuff. Oh, I feel like Queen Lizzie's got feelings about a lot of people. Yeah, I think she does, too, which I think probably adds a lot to the experience. Oh, my gosh. Of her doing these impressions. Mm Mm-hmm. So cute. I Who love- do you think she might do? You've mentioned Trump. Do you think there's any others that she might? I mean, I would hope that she does an Obama. I think that would oh, be yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, And she probably does a lot of, like, the Brits, and I don't know, yeah. aside from the main players, who that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else she might do, but it's just, like, so hysterical to think of this, like, tiny woman. I'm just thinking of it like Saturday Night Live from, <laughs> you know, Buckingham Palace. And yeah. live from Buckingham Palace, it's Queen Lizzie. I mean, I think that's like one of the other funny parts about it is that like you really don't see or hear a lot from her like mm-hmm. in a uh, lengthy way, you know? Totally. So there really must be so much about her personality and her private life that we don't know. Yeah. And it, it's very funny to think that this is part of it. Well, and also, like, I think she's been around for a while. She's met, like, every world leader mm-hmm. at least in the past 50 years. Yeah. Like, she's got a book of impressions if right, she right. is keeping track. You know, it's funny that you say that. I had this later on in the outline, but I kind of want to talk about it now because I think it's interesting. I saw a report 
that uh, was from Insider. Um, you know, there's a rumor from a guy named Greg Agnew, who is a royal fan, mm-hmm. who attended the Queen's garden party in 2017. Um, wait, nope, that's not the one that I... I started reading the wrong thing. My apologies. <laughs> so, there is a report from some different person yeah. that the Queen has a last wish when she dies. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she fears that when she passes, the popularity of the monarchy will diminish. And... Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have, like, kind of promised her that they'll, like, make sure that that doesn't happen. Oh, interesting. And it made me, I mean, part of me is like, is this a lie? You know, like, sometimes when you don't have a source to a report, then it's hard to say if it's credible. Right. Uh, And it's not from the most credible outlet, so it's hard Mm -hmm. to say. But it does make me wonder, is the reason why she has not passed on her title because she feels this enormous pressure that she has made this a super popular thing in the media and in the spotlight and she doesn't want that to pass when she passes it on and she maybe i mean i think we've talked about this before that she doesn't necessarily trust charles to hold that candle yeah no and i wouldn't either <laughs> Not that he's a bad person. I just yeah. don't think he has, he's as beloved. Like, they have done rankings, like, polls. Like, mm-hmm. who's most popular? Who would you like to see lead? And, like, Charles is not up there. Yeah. And Lizzie's always... Sorry, I have to stop stuck all that. Queen Elizabeth is always, like, number one. Yeah. Everybody loves her. She's very beloved. And then I think he's number seven, Wow. Or something like that. Like, he's down there. And so I think, one, you have that, just like the most beloved handing it down to somebody who a lot of people don't like him very much. Mm -hmm. And also just the instability of that. Like, people don't like change Mm -hmm. in general, Mm -hmm. I would say. And I mean, she's given them a lot of stability by holding it for so long. Right. Yeah. Like, for many people, that is the only monarch they have ever known. Right. Yeah. And so I think it'll just be destabilizing, period, no matter mm-hmm. what happens. Especially because the UK is going through such a tumultuous time, it seems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then interesting. add in that and giving it to somebody who's not even really well-liked that people aren't excited about. I can understand why she's nervous. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Do you... What, what have people said about William? Are people excited about William? People would like them her to hand it, like, for Charles to say, no thanks, here you go, William. Does she have the option as the queen, do you know, does she have the option to just bypass Charles if she wanted to? She could. I don't know if that's a precedent she wants to start. Yeah. Hmm. Because I think when you're a monarch, you have to think, like, not just this go round, but, like, I think she hopes that the monarchy will care continue Mm -hmm. i don't know if the monarchy will continue for that much longer really how much longer are people gonna i honestly think that it will just by nature of like i do think people enjoy the entertainment of this and that's one thing that i found very surprising about the report was that you know charles aside like i think people really care about william and kate i think they really care about prince and uh prince harry and megan yeah 
You know, well, even if yeah. Charles is not the most popular person, like, I do think that people are going to continue to care about these people and what they do and what they stand for. I it's think of it almost as, like, the longest-running reality show there for is. Sure. But Charles has, like, mentioned he's very particular about the environment and conservation, and that's why people are like, well, you've spoken out about those things. You can't possibly be monarch, because they don't want the monarchy speaking out about political issues. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I just, I mean, I just, and this could be ageist of me, but I feel like... Even if Charles gets it, he's only going to be there for a limited yeah. time. He's only so... He's only got so much life left in him, you know? Yeah. And I think it's and, like... And I think William is going to take up a lot of those same yes. traditions. I don't think that he's going to let it go rogue. I don't think it's really going to make a huge difference who takes the reins as far yeah. as, like, the outcome. It'll just be a popularity thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think she's been trying to give you know, Camilla and Charles more and more responsibility and more visibility. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that the monarchy won't last much longer? I just like, you see it kind of fading away in other, Pulses. I'm just looking like historically. Yeah. Like there isn't too much of a purpose, a real like purpose for it anymore, except as a tourism and but that's a big fiscal hit if they get rid of that. Absolutely. I don't think it would happen. Immediately. No, but say, like, you know, Brexit's happened. Like, mm-hmm. if there's a lot of instability and a lot of poverty, mm-hmm. I think if we were to have another depression, the monarchy would be in trouble. That's really interesting. Do you think it could happen in our lifetime? Yes. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, What's going to happen know, to our podcast? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the people want to know. <laughs> right? Because, like, if you're, if there is, like, another war, then another depression, and you're looking at the stark contrast of their lavish lives compared to, and I know that they scaled down in the last depression. She wore very militaristic, like, uniforms and tried to be among the people. Mm-hmm. But I think when there is huge economic disparity people and people are question. desperate, yeah. people start to question that. And for Valid reasons. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think it'll just kind of depend what happens to political stability and the economy. That's a very yeah. boring answer. But. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, climate change could wipe us all out in the next 15 years. So who's to say? So happy July, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> She's not lying. Oh, man. Um, speaking of Charles. Yeah. We should, I mean, not that, you know. I feel bad now just connecting her to Charles, but... Well, she's sh- her own person. She's her own person. We should give a happy birthday shout-out to Camilla. Happy birthday, Camilla. I know you have a <laughs> lot of strong feelings about Camilla. You know what, though? I, like, I have to say... Okay. There's an article in W Magazine, mm-hmm. and it just shows, like, funny moments and pictures with Camilla. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, I have never seen a woman pictured with so much ice cream and cake in my life. Yes. And it sort of made me like her a little bit more. Just okay. As like, why, why are you always holding ice cream or cake? What are these people doing to you, Camilla? I was curious to hear your thoughts about this because... Or drinking. She had shots in a couple. And I was like, what is going on with you and the food? 
I feel like in past episodes you have mentioned that she has no personality, or you feel that she has no personality. And I felt, looking at these photos, that she is a big kook. Yeah. It did make me like her more. Like, the very first picture on this article is literally a picture of her holding a knife with a menacing glare to Charles, and Charles is looking terrified. It was hilarious. Yeah. It really made me be like, yeah, girl, (laughs) get it. Stab him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of ice cream. There's a lot of cake. Um, I mean, there is a picture of her standing with a bunch of men who have Donald Trump, like really obnoxious Donald Trump masks on. And And it seems like she's laughing, which makes me think, you know, her feelings are clear. She's also, like, there's one when they're in Australia, and she's holding this baby koala, and with such horror on her face. Yeah. And I can't imagine, like, I, the koala has to be, like, peeing in that moment in order for that face to make sense. Yeah, you would think that holding a koala must be, like, a happy, joyous, cute moment. And no. she just looks like she could not Cartoon grimacing. hmm It is, like, the emoji where it's, like, ooh, like, that is her face <laughs> with a hat. She looks happier in a few photos down of her, like, petting a reptile. And she just, like, smiling. And then more ice cream. She eats ice cream with everyone. So much ice cream. Taking shots of gin. I feel like this is a woman who is likable. Yeah. Yeah, she's okay. She's still not my favorite. No one's asking you to make her a fave. Favorite, but okay. I think, you know, I... And I'll soften this... my stance on her. Okay. Maybe this is because I'm far enough removed to where it doesn't really make a difference to me. But part of me is like, I feel like Charles and Camilla would be an interesting couple to watch. You know? It would give us tons of hashtag content. Oh, it'll be like if your kooky aunt and uncle, like, took over yeah. the monarch. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, a fun, uh, fun couple decades, I say. <laughs> As we prepare for the younger generation. Um, one other thing that I really wanted to get your thoughts on was um, I have seen reports this week that suggest that Kate and Megan's relationship is staged, which I think is interesting because there's also reports that have come out this week that say that they're becoming a lot closer. Do you think... I'm curious to hear your opinion, just based on what you know about Kate and Megan. Do you think that they actually are friends and like each other? Or do you think that a lot of the, like, stuff that we have seen has been staged to make people believe everything is, like, happy, happy, nice, nice? I mean, the entire family is staged. Okay. To a certain extent. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Right? Like, everything we see has had at least, like, four production meetings. Interesting. Okay. Like, their outfits are picked out a year in advance. Like Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, so everything is staged. So mm-hmm. based on that, like, I'm sure they're fine with each other. Interesting. And, like, they probably are two of the only people who can relate to what how absurd their life is right now. Yeah. So I feel like just based on that, there's a certain amount of, like, if not admiration, like, respect. Mm-hmm. And Do you think they have friends. personalities that would mesh with each other? Because mm-hmm. I have always thought that they both seem, like, you know, sophisticated, 
educated, intelligent women yeah. who I could imagine them getting along famously. I could see them getting along. Like, they're both athletic. They both love working out. Like, yeah. people don't talk about that with Kate as much because Megan's entered the picture. So they're like, what's Megan doing? Like, yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. But they used to have the same reports about Kate. Like, yeah. Kate's going running. Kate's working out. Kate's on this diet. Mm-hmm. She's trying this. Like, I feel like they're both very into... Similar things. Similar things. Hmm. I wonder, do you think Kate is jealous at all about the attention that Megan gets? I mean, I know a lot of the attention that Megan gets is negative, but she also does have, you know, a significant fandom. Absolutely. I think if I were Kate, I would be jealous at the freedom Megan has. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. Megan can break the rules Mm -hmm. and nobody is going to freak out because she's never going to be queen. So she gets yeah. a lot of the same benefits right? in the same way, but I, she has a lot less rules. Yeah. And they, they have made a lot of points about, like, trying to make sure Megan knows that Kate is above her, like, that she has more rank. And I can see that being a problem. Yeah. Because that, just even as a human, like, as a woman growing up in the world today, like, it would be hard to wrap your head around the fact, like, oh, I have to defer to you because of hierarchy and yeah right like so say on something like your wedding day if people are like well no kate is still it's like well it's my wedding day like i don't know yeah i mean it is making me think in a different light about you know because we've seen other reports about like william being frustrated with harry about like how quickly his relationship Mm -hmm. with megan went and different things like that and you know i'm thinking about it now and wondering like how many of these stories that we've seen are actually based in genuine concern or genuine frustration and how much of it is just a reaction to some of the jealousy that I'm sure as siblings they feel or just as like peers in in Kate and Megan's situation, you know? I mean, there's what's actually happening with them and then there's what's happening with the media. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to feed the beast. And they are, like we've said before, a big reality, like... They are a tourist attraction. They are an industry. They are a big show. Like, mm-hmm. And you've got to feed the media with something. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feed the media, then they come up with their own narratives. And the easiest narrative is trouble in paradise. They don't get along with it. Like, because everybody wants to follow a fight, right? Yeah. I don't want to hear two people are getting along. <laughs> I mean, I do, but also, like, we're not going to... I mean, how much can we talk about it? We're like, yeah, Megan and Kate, they're getting manis and drinking the Chardonnay. Yeah. And And no one really wants to hear about how good their lives are. Right. That's a good point. So, I mean, how much of it is them and how much of it is the, like, paparazzi and the media surrounding them? Like, that's a whole other... Yeah. Well, on that note, um, I know that this (laughs) is, like... Including this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I know that this is a little bit of, like, old news, but I do want to kind of rehash some of the things that um, came out of... Uh, all of the Lion King stars meeting oh, Megan yes. and Harry because uh, Seth Rogen went on uh, the UK's This Morning with Billy Eichner. Can we just... How weird of an interview was that? I mean, I love that it seems like Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner have become really good friends because they're so different. Yes. I love that they're getting along because they seem like the most odd couple absolutely but also just like what a weird interview it was like the dynamic between the 
the like hosts and them. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just such a strange, <laughs> and I wish I could find the words to it because our listeners are probably like, what was it, lady? What was weird about it? <laughs> it was like sort of disrespectful, but then also just like so weird. I mean, Seth Brogan also just did an episode of uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, which Jerry Seinfeld should be, like, his complete exact right audience. Yeah. And it was so awkward. I think Seth Rogen just doesn't know... Doesn't like media. I think he's just a funny guy who, like, doesn't know how to interact in a way that, like, goes along with norms. (laughs) Fair. I like Seth Rogen, but he's I think Canadian. he's just they awkward. They don't teach us those I think things. he's just awkward. Um, yeah, so it's very funny to me because, like, he was telling them about how they, you know, had to learn all this protocol. He had never met anyone that came along with protocol. And then Eichner jumped in. I love this. I have to read the quote because it's so funny to me. Please do. He said, like Seth said... They tell you you're supposed to say, Your Royal Highness, you can't speak until your hands are like together in a hand, locked together in a handshake and all these crazy things. And I didn't know how much you were supposed to follow, so I started panicking. We were watching what our friend Keegan, which of course is Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Uh, we were watching what our friend Keegan did, and he ended up doing none of the protocol either. <laughs> which I love. <laughs> and just kind of nodded his head, and then it all fell apart. I love that they told them exactly what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And instead of just saying, okay, we're going to do that, they started watching what other people were doing. And when other people didn't do it, they just freaked out and didn't know how to handle it. But I kind of think it's like, have you ever gone... You know when you, you get an invitation to an event, uh-huh. and there's like... The dress code. Sure. Yeah. And you read it and you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But what are people actually doing? Right. I, I feel like it falls into that for me. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what are we actually right. doing? What exactly is semi-formal to a wedding? Is exactly. that a knee-length dress? Is that a floor-length dress? I'm texting all my friends about that shit. So if I was meeting them, I would 100% be like, did you nod your head? Did you like curtsy? Did you, what did you do? Yeah. If you were meeting them, do you think you would follow protocol? Or do you think you would just panic and... I would probably forget. (laughs) Like, I feel like I would have every intention of following it. And then I would probably do exactly what they did and look at the person, like, what whoever was standing next to me and what they did. You would do what they did. Yeah. So I hope I'm not standing next to Seth Rogen. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious, like, what was going on in Harry and Meghan's heads. Because I'm sure they don't give a fuck about this stuff. Right? Yeah, I don't know how much they care. Harry's probably just so used to it. I think Harry just, like, doesn't give a... I think... I don't know. His personality to me seems like, I just want to be a normal person. Right. And Megan isn't normal. Like, she's from that culture, you know? Yeah. And I wonder if they're really... I guess they've never... Have they ever met people and they haven't known that they're royalty? Wait, have they have Harry and Meghan met people who didn't know that they yeah, were? Yeah, like, I wonder if they've ever had the experience of people, like, not knowing who they were. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that would be interesting I just remember, out. like, I was in class with, like, kind of, at the time, he was, like, a very well-known British actor. And I didn't know who he was. hmm And he loved hanging out with me because I had no idea what, yeah. what he was talking about. Right. Like, yeah, did not understand... Well, because there was also reports that apparently, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z did not follow 
protocol. Yeah. And I wonder for them if they were just like, yeah, we don't want you to follow protocol <laughs> because you're Beyonce. Or if, right. I wonder if there's anything inside their head that's like, she didn't do it. She Maybe. didn't uh, wait for me to speak. <laughs> no, because she didn't. Yeah, she just jumped in, didn't she? I think so. And like they hugged, which they're not She called to her hug. my queen or something. It's so funny. Anyway. Oh my gosh, I love this. What would you do? Um, I think I would probably try to follow protocol, but I would probably be so nervous that I would mess up. And you know what? If it was Harry and Meghan, I feel like I'd be like, well, whatever happens, happens. If it was the queen, I would follow protocol. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, I think I still would be so nervous that I was going to mess up with the queen that I probably would mess up. But that's hilarious. Uh, Just a quick note. The thing that I was starting to talk about earlier that got distracted. So this royal fan who attended a queen's party um, brought up that you're not allowed to take selfies with the royals because they don't want people to turn their backs to them because it's disrespectful. And... I also thought it was funny because he said, you do not turn your back on the royal family and you do not attempt to walk up and talk to them. Right. So, which makes sense. But it made me wonder, if you're out and about and you happen to be around the royals, what are you supposed to do? Freeze? I feel like that's never going to happen. <laughs> but but at events, if you've noticed, everybody else is standing in a receiving line. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones moving from person to person. It's mm-hmm. not people moving through them. And I assume, like, you know, these things don't stand when they're just, like, you know, at a, like at Megan's baby shower. Like, those were all friends and they can just act normal, yeah. Her, right? Yeah, this is just, like, in official in royal formal capacities. Got it. I feel like if Harry pulls up in a car and gets out in front of you and asks you for direct... Like, I feel like it's all out the window when it's not in an official capacity. Okay. That's a very weird example. But I'm like, I don't know when you'd run into these people. Yeah. I get that. I'm just curious. If we're in West Hollywood and she's here visiting her mom, and I'm on the street and she's on the street. I mean, she was pretty casual when she was in New York at her... Yeah. Press thing. The people were saying that she was... Or not a press thing. At her baby shower... There were reports that she had, like, gone out and done normal stuff. Yeah. I feel like they're still normal. It's just when you meet them... There are specific rules. Right. Like, they were going to the Lion King. You know you're going to meet them. They give you a list of rules. It's so funny. I love it so much. I mean, in some ways, I feel like it's what celebrities try to recreate. If you work on, like, a show and a major star comes in, sometimes you're briefed about, like, don't do this, do do that, blah, 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 blah. And then it's up to you if you want to follow it or not. Though I will say one of my friends has not followed one of those and the star left. So. Left? Left. Would not stay Can you on tell stage. the story? Um, what did they not do? Can you say who it was? Uh, it's no, okay if you I can. feel like I can't. Okay. But, but like, it was kind of one of those moments where you were like, oh shit, they weren't kidding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were really out. Okay. Cool. Oh my gosh. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, uh, Elite Daily had a body language expert, Tracy Brown, mm-hmm. uh, look at <clears throat> some of the, uh, Kate and William's body language at Wimbledon and concluded that they look very happy. 
I know we just said earlier in this episode that no one wants to hear that, but, you know, she had really positive things to say. They seemed to be teasing each other. They were flirting like teens. They seemed really in sync. They were making a lot of deep eye contact. Wow. If you guys could see the face Marlo's making right now, it's like, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. This is all for show. No. You don't buy it? I I don't know. I'm flip-flopping all over the place with... I would say the two things I flip-flop about the most are Camilla and Kate and William's relationship. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling? Well, we also just talked about how everything's staged, so... So you think this is staged? I don't know. My only thing is, if this is staged, Kate is the best actress and deserves an Oscar. Because to be able to hate someone for cheating on you... And to be able to, like, look them in the eye the way that she's looking at him. Right. That is, fun- like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Wow, someone is truly not convinced. I just, like, whatever was up this winter was weird. Between them? Yeah. And the whole rose thing. It just, the way the British media were reporting on it, it's very strange. Also, everybody in the royal family is a profoundly good actor. Interesting. I think. Hmm. I would say everybody, like, politicians are good actors. Like, anybody in the public eye has the ability to <laughs> squash what they really feel to hmm. put on a show. I think that's part of the whole, their whole job. I could see that to an extent. I don't know. Some of the looks that they have here seem genuine to me. I... I guess, You could yeah. be right. You could be right. No, and, and you know what? I don't want to be cynical. I'm being very cynical right now. <laughs> I They might be fine. I just... You're not convinced yet. I don't know. I like Kate. I don't know why I've kind of gotten a little, like, ugh with William lately. Hmm. It's probably because you're letting those rumors sink in. Maybe. I'm like really believing them and taking it to heart. I feel like you are. Getting really upset on Kate's behalf. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope they're fine. I really feel like more so I just worry about like god, the pressure that Kate and Megan are under when they marry into that family. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's too much. It's too much. I, I don't can't, think like, I could do it. I can't absorb the reality of what their situations are, but Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, we're going to leave you on that downer note. We're going to leave you on that downer note. Uh, Just deal with it. And in the meantime, when you feel better, remember to subscribe. Yeah, and leave us a review. Actually, I'm also curious. I want to know what the listeners think about the Kate and William thing specifically. And Camilla. Those are the two things that I want to be convinced otherwise. So please, like... Send us your thoughts. I'm serious. Whether you want to Instagram them to us at the Royalty Podcast or if you want to email, if you have like big thoughts and it needs to be, I am welcoming novels at the Royalty Pod. It's the Royalty Pod at gmail.com. Please email us. Yeah. How do you feel about this situation? So you want to hear how people feel about Camilla. Do they yes. like her? Do you like Camilla? And do you think that Kate and William are having beef right now? Is yeah. Correct? I want to know like. Do you think William cheated? Do you think they're happy? I want to know your thoughts on their relationship. Okay. Send those thoughts in, you guys. And until next week, stay stay royal. royal.